Welcome to the official podcast of the English Montreal School Board Holocaust Education Program, supported by a grant from the Jewish Community Foundation of Montreal for the 2022-23 academic year. Here are your hosts, Mark Bergman and Eliane Goldstein. As a part of EMSB's Holocaust Education Program, Liberal MP for Mount Royal Anthony Housefather chatted with grade six students at Carlisle Elementary about anti-Semitism, hatred, and disinformation. From that class now, we'll talk to grade six students, Anthony Minizios and Aditya Gupta, who were present. And Anthony Housefather is here as well. Good to see you, Anthony. Oh, it's a pleasure, Mark. Tell me why it was so important for you to talk to grade six students specifically about anti-Semitism, hatred, and disinformation. It's very important for us to understand that all forms of racism, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, any type of hate is bad, um, and how to recognize it, and what to do if you come across it. And we talked a little bit about social media, which all of the kids are on, on different platforms like TikTok and Instagram, etc. And, you know, what it is that they do if they come across hateful speech and uh and and what i'm trying to do as a legislator to make sure they don't have to come across it in the future so um it was great talking to them and i think that these kids are really well geared to uh to take on hate anthony can you tell me i'm talking to anthony the grade six student now can you tell me a little bit about uh, what you learned about anthony's uh, message yesterday about uh, discrimination um i learned about his message that He's a person that wants to stop people from being mean to other people or racist, as some people call it, that so like on their looks or what what language they speak. And Aditya, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, what really stuck with you yesterday when Anthony was uh, was talking specifically about uh, intolerance and racism and maybe online or uh, or in the streets? It actually made me feel kind of embarrassed about how the social media that we use every day is trying to trick us into improving their reviews, their rates. They just want more money. They just don't want to, they want to give, they don't really want to give us entertainment. They care more about the money. And Anthony, this is a big part, Anthony Housefather, this is a big part of of what you've been doing specifically uh, concerning uh, online disinformation, right? Definitely. One of the things, as Aditya well said, is the platforms seek to monetize your time on the platform. The longer you spend on the platform, the more uh, they will make money. So they, instead of teaching you to learn about that information you're seeking may be wrong, they use their algorithms to steer you to what you want to hear, meaning we're all in echo chambers, meaning that instead of confronting bad speech with good speech, you get steered more to more bad speech. And that's not okay. And we as legislators need to find a way to find to make these platforms be more transparent about their algorithms. I'm curious, uh, either a grade six student, Anthony or Aditya, have either of you uh, seen or confronted any discrimination um, either online or, or in person? We haven't really seen it, but I can give one uh, example. So once I was um, Walking when uh when we moved to like uh we like visited New York City, um we were like strolling outside to see how the, the nice weather and we saw a black person insulting a white person. They both were very like arguing on each other. That why you're black and you're white, you should be like in jail and stuff. So my dad tried to stop them, <laughs> but they wouldn't stop. So we had to call the police. Anthony Housefather, you touched yesterday 
about speaking out when you see racism, uh, racism uh, taking place either online or in person, right? Absolutely. If you see somebody else being subjected to racism or any type of hate, you need to speak out. You, you need to confront the person doing it if you're in a position that you can. Um, you need to comfort the person who is being attacked. And if you're not in a position to confront the person who's doing the, uh, the insulting and the, you know, and, and, and the attack, uh, because you were smaller, you know, or whatever, then you need to inform somebody who can confront them about it. And in the case of kids, it would be their parents or teachers, etc. Anthony, it's tough for adults to navigate disinformation and super scary that kids have to figure out what's true or not these days as well. It, it is. And, and like you said, Mark, it's true about adults, too. This is not just kids. There's so many people that just automatically believe what they read online instead of simply Googling it. I would say that if you just Google something, you will 95% of the time find out that this is false just by doing a simple Google search. And I have to do this all the time for adults who are my constituents who will email me something that they read in some obscure online thing and believe that it's true. And I have to tell them that it's not true. Can you tell me a little bit about in our last remaining minutes, um, what you're doing with the Interparliamentary Task Force to combat anti-Semitism. You spoke about it with the kids yesterday. One of the things that we noticed during the pandemic was a spectacular rise in anti-Semitism, both online and off of being online. But much of it starts online. So myself and a group of legislators from around the world have gotten together. Uh, we have members, a bipartisan or multi-partisan group of legislators. So in Canada, for example, I'm the Liberal representative. But there's a conservative MP, Marty Morans, who's on it, and Randall Garrison from the NDP. Um, and, and in each country, we have both parties or multi-parties, Canada, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Great Britain, um, and the European Parliament and Israel. Um, and what we're trying to do is find ways that we can either work with the platforms to get hate offline and, and make them tackle online hate with more vigor, or agree on how we legislate and regulate um, in a consistent way across boundaries to require them to do so. Um, and our first in-person event after two years of doing everything online was at the Capitol in Washington, D.C., where we held uh, an international summit bringing together civil society organizations, the platforms and legislators, um, and then hearings where we had the anti-Semitism uh, envoys from Canada, the United States, the organization of American states, Israel, um, and the platforms. Um, and it was really, really useful, I think, to gauge how distant we are in how we perceive the platforms to be acting versus how they themselves think they're acting. Aditya and uh, Anthony, what do you guys know about uh, anti-Semitism and the Holocaust? And what are some of the things that uh, you discussed and learned in school about anti-Semitism? Uh, so we learned that uh, about Hitler and how he guided Nazis, which were low in power. His strong words had um, encouraged the Nazis to and betray, like betray the Jewish. They, he like manipulated them into understanding that the Jewish people were bad, they were evil, and they were just not meant to live. Um, we learned about in well, I can't, I can't remember. Well, Anthony, we talked yesterday about the Holocaust. What do you remember? Can you remember what the Holocaust was? Like Aditya talked a little bit about how Hitler manipulated people to hate the Jews. What happened to the Jews in the Holocaust? They were not treated the same as normal people in society. 
True, but w- were they murdered? Yes. They were, they were murdered. Six million of them were murdered in concentration camps and in extermination fields and, and all over the place. And that's, that's sort of what we think of as the Holocaust, that almost a third or more than a third of the world's Jewish population was killed in the span of four to five years. And we don't want that to ever happen again, right? No. For any group, not just Jews, but any group, nobody should be killed because of what part, what group they're part of. Tell me about the importance. This Holocaust education program is, is going into EMSB schools at a young age. Tell me the importance of teaching the kids about what happened during the Holocaust. Well, today we're confronted with the genocide of the Uyghurs in China. I mean, uh, different groups are constantly the victims of some horrible country, you know, horrible regime, not a horrible country, but a horrible regime's decision to uh, scapegoat them and, 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 and turn the population against them. And we need to recognize that from a very early age, because if we don't understand our history, we're doomed to repeat it. Um, and our youth are our future. And the earlier they understand of these horrible historical genocides um, against the Jews and the Roma and the LGBTQ plus community in the, in, in the Holocaust, against the Uyghurs today, against the, you know, uh, the, the Holocaust in Rwanda, uh, you know, like, like genocide is happening in different places. And for the kids to understand it, when they come to power, maybe they'll be able to stop it from happening again. Grade six student Anthony, you brought up an example yesterday during uh, our session with Anthony Housefather about disinformation, right? When Donald Trump and Joe Biden were running for president, that Joe Joe Biden won like by a lot, and Donald Trump said that it was incorrect, and there was a malfunction in the system and the voting machines, and they said that. Donald Trump had actually won, but that wasn't true. But he tricked a lot of Americans, and then they ended up, I think they stormed the White House. They they stormed the Capitol, yeah. On January 6th of 2021, they stormed the Capitol. And what you're talking about is disinformation that we talked about yesterday and how a popular politician can create disinformation and fool the entire country into believing it, which is what Hitler did about the Jews, Donald Trump's done that about the 2020 election that he lost, and he's pretended he won. And a lot of people are very confused and think the election system in the U.S. isn't fair anymore because of what Donald Trump has said and done. What does that do to society, Anthony? It's very dangerous. I mean, it it turns people against their democratic institutions. If you don't believe that your country can have free and fair elections, number one, why bother to vote? And number two, why bother to trust the results that yield you your president and your Congress? And so, you know, it, it's the same as when you attack the Bank of Canada or when you attack, you know, Parliament. Like, we have to be able to believe in our institutions and at least believe that even if we don't agree with the people who are running the country, that they were put there fairly by the democratic will of the people. And once you stop believing that, our country and our system will fall apart. Lastly, before we go, there seems to be a feeling of a, another uh, a wave of anti-Semitism upon us at the moment. What do you tell Jewish people listening and, and, and non-Jews alike um, listening to this podcast who have that feeling and who have that, that sense of fear again? So what I say, um, as I said at the hearings in the Capitol, we were there in the most powerful democracy in the world, in the halls of Congress, as legislators, as Jewish legislators and non-Jewish legislators from around the world coming there to fight against anti-Semitism. And the Jewish community that has had 300 years of history 
in, in our country is not alone. We in Canada are so lucky that we're part of a society where the vast majority of people, whether Jewish or non-Jewish, denounce anti-Semitism and want to eradicate it and get rid of it. So people shouldn't be afraid. They need to join together with people of all religions and people who have no religion and confront anti-Semitism. And it's the same for all kinds of hate. We have to be allies and we have to speak out when we hear about hate against anybody, even if it's not our group. In fact, especially when it's not our own group. I think that, Anthony, you're a very good person and that you're a very good person trying to help other people. Like I try to help people at school. That's so nice, Anthony. Thanks. I think you're a very good person too because you're trying to spread spread this information to younger kids so they will understand it when they grow older and they might not get manipulated the way other adults are right now. Uh, thanks, Aditya. Grade 6 students Anthony and Aditya, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and special thanks to Liberal MP from Mount Royal, Anthony Housefather. It's great to see you guys and great to see you too, Mark. Thanks great for doing the podcast.
Oh, it's a pleasure, Mark.